Cass, I, I may not have a soul, but I, I know killing you is wrong. Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are all are in a hurry. We got to buzz through We're this. In a hurry. We spent like chop, 40 chop. minutes talking about weird books and Midnight Mass and the outtakes. So now we don't have a lot Sorry, of time everyone. to record. Uh, I'm just kidding. We're here to talk about Supernatural season 15. Uh, we are on the last episode 13 that we'll ever talk about of Supernatural, Stop. Chris. Um, we don't know that. The Winchesters, we, they could go for a full season. Yeah, but they're not going to get to season 15, episode 13. There's no. <laughs> Chris, if it, if 17 years from now, the Winchester season 15, episode 13 is happening, I will be 58 years old and you could tell me to, I don't know. I don't know what I'll be willing to do. We'll still be doing this old. podcast. I won't have to tell you anything. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You could, you could uh, bring it back. Bring it back episode 261, everybody, <laughs> if it happens. Uh, how you doing, man? I'm doing all right. Hey, we're, it's been a while. We're on the mic. We're ready to talk mm-hmm. about Supernatural. How are you doing? I'm doing good. This is a kind of a interesting episode of Supernatural. I uh, I'm glad that this is kind of full throttle forward in terms of plot. Uh, we got Jack back. Uh-huh. Um, now we've got. I think they even say it like your second. We got a second quest. 
<laughs> for Jack yeah. to to yeah. go accomplish some shit. Uh, and this is this kind of feels full forward. And like even though we're bringing back some old people uh, that we knew back in the day, I think they do it in a really really cool way. Yep. Um. You know, heard that which guest stars were coming back. Thought, okay, this is going to be forced. And then I remember seeing uh gifs or video clips of the alternate universe stuff from this episode, mm-hmm. and I. I thought when I first saw it, I was like, oh, I bet that's funny. But as we got to it, I went, no, no, I don't want to deal with this. I don't, I do not want to deal with this. But it was fine. It was totally fine. It really yeah. didn't get in the way of anything. It wasn't a big focus. It was just like a kind of funny side thing. Uh, before we get into the main part of the episode, let's thank all of our patrons over at patreon.com slash monster of the week. Uh, they keep the lights on around here. We very, very much appreciate them. Um, shout out to everybody buying merch uh, and sharing shout merch out. pictures online. People really love that uh, Smoking Castiel picture, Chris. I don't yeah. know if you saw the level um, up for that, but we we have sold a number of those. Um, that's crazy. I'm glad everybody person, likes it. <laughs> one person bought two versions. I bought a hoodie and a t-shirt. Good. Good. Perfect. Amazing. I mean, I can't really I can't really take credit for that. No, it's just an image you with Nisha's beautiful can, face on it. So you, you can take full credit for it. It's a it's a it's Thank the idea so it's the idea behind it that is the most powerful thing. You're right. Thank you so much. Uh speaking of powerful things, let us know mm-hmm. what's been happening in season fifteen. Last time on Supernatural, Sam and Dean met up with Jody, who had been captured by none other than Darth Kaya, with their differences put aside. They travel to Lizard World to rescue the real Kaya and bring her home. Meanwhile, Jack is being monitored by Reapers. And at long last, Billy reveals herself, ready to put her plan into motion. That was a really short one. Weren't any weird typos. I did write it at 7.30 this morning. So that's, you know, it was a mixed bag. Mixed bag. Short, didn't have a lot of detail, but I didn't try any weird jokes. I just kind of went for it. Got to tell you, when you when you started that, you made, you inhaled a lot. Like you made, you took in yeah. a large breath, and I was like, I am in for something. Like I was already thinking, I'm I, gonna put some music to this. I gotta put some listen, sound I'm effects. I'm so sorry. Listen, you, when you try to recapture the glory of the, the werewolf intro, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you just you fail. You know, yeah. you when, there's no nut blood anymore. You know, stuff. It's when when the magic dies, you gotta let it die. You gotta find the new magic. Somebody, did you listen to? Um, it was Emery. Uh, did you n- listen to uh, the thing that he posted in the Hunks chat the other day? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. You introduced. Mm-mm. You did it like a previously on segment and you soup and dupe. Soup, soup and, and dupe. dupe. Yeah. I was glad that everybody in the Discord immediately grasped the correct way to spell that. Yeah, soup and that's dupe. Soup and dupe. That's how I spelled it, and it's it's a small thing. But I could have gone either way. I think it's but. very funny, and I, I commented on to this effect of uh, like you and I. We, occasionally, we get like long running jokes, like "Who's the new Bobby?" or "Nut Blood," or of course, "I'm a whole new level of freak" or something. But a lot of times we will joke about something and it will just be for that episode. And then mostly because not for any planned reason, but mostly because we just can't really remember what we talked about the week before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> we just don't ever revisit. So nothing ever gets old. Like soup and dupe don't, we're not going to run that into the ground because we're never well, going to I'm, I'm put it back in the roto. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. So now this is the episode where we're going to kill soup and dupe. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> we are talking about season 15, episode 13, destiny's child written by Brian Buckner and Eugenie Ross Lemming directed by Ammon Catarali. This aired on March 23rd, 2020. Danielle Ackles and Genevieve Padalecki return as Joy and Ruby. A search for the one thing that may give the Winchesters an edge against God leaves Sam and Dean to Joe's door to a secret that may have died with Ruby. Meanwhile, Castiel asks Jack to do the unthinkable to help the brothers in their quest. Uh, not unthinkable in the slightest. Not, I mean, it's not. It's Everything we know about this man, about the, these men, about this show, is this is very thinkable. Seems this pretty, is the thinkable. Castiel does the thinkable. thinkable. Yeah, he does He does the obvious move here. Absolutely. Um, I didn't know this was a... So I stopped... 
at the advice of our discord i stopped mm. um copying and pasting like the episode description and the actor names before i watched the episode because mm. i was kind of spoiling myself on some stuff like especially with the actors coming back uh so i did not know that this was a brad buckner episode uh until i saw that busty asian beauty shows up and and, and i was like oh I bet I know who wrote this episode. Writing's that, on the wall for that one. That yeah. that explains it. Uh, that is a joke that needs to die. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw some differing opinions on the road so far thing, but I read it and or I watched it and I was like, oh, they really want to hammer home the porn thing. Like, yeah, these guys love porn because they're 40 year old men. And that's what 40 year old men fucking love is porn because they're 15. Um I saw I that was that was the sign. That's the real sign. Was that for me? But people had a different interpretation, which I think is was much better. So I don't I don't know what their interpretation is. Um, the like when I comment, was it just your interpretation? No, when I texted you, it was definitely just me, like me thinking, like trying to logic it through. Oh, because uh, nobody said. Everyone was like, "We want you to spend some time on the pizza man uh, thing." And so for those at mm. home, we see the old like. Castiel watching porn. I learned it from the pizza man. Why is she? Why is he smacking her bottom? And then he makes out with Meg. And you know, I learned that from the pizza man. All that bullshit. And then we see like Dean just stuffing his mouth full of pizza constantly. And just based on like the fact that people in the Discord are like, we want you to talk about this amazing intro. Because when I watched it, I was kind of the same boat as you. I was like, this is a real shitty way to like remind me who Meg is if Meg is going to show mm-hmm, back up. Mm-hmm. Like this just sucks. Like at least it wasn't the scene where she's tied up fully naked and Crowley's torturing her, but like there's better Meg scenes than this. Like why are sure. we, why is it this sure. one? And then also like that, the constant pull and but the constant pull and, and push with Destiel and the writers and who's going to decide to make them emotionally interested in one another and who's, which writer is not going to do that. Um, and then I got to think about it because I was like, well, the discord like these people wouldn't be into it unless there was something there. So then I was thinking like maybe because after Castiel says, I'm the pizza man, we just see like shot after shot after shot of Dean stuffing his mouth with pizza. And I'm like, Oh, well maybe there's something, sense. maybe there's something that I would, I'm not picking up on as a, as a cishet dude. Um, because you know, I don't think about stuffing my mouth full of other dudes all the time. And maybe that's like what they're going for. But honestly, Chris, I don't know what they were going for. <laughs> like it feels yeah. so weird. Um, yeah, I just I assume the worst. I always assume the worst because it's buckling. So, um, yeah. But I mean, all 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 things considered, the episode is fine. Um, they just they just want to make sure to you know ruin things for as many people as they can. There's no there's no sexual assault. Let's say that. Let's give it that. Let's just, right. Like there's no. Again, we've said no. this before. We have to go through it and unpack and see if something is implied because they love to do that. That's true. That's true. I'll, so far, on my first viewing, I don't think that there was any consent issues in this mm, episode, mm. but let's break it down. So we start let's break in, it down. in the bunker. Sam and Dean are looking through the lore, trying to find signs of Chuck in the news, uh, and then they hear a really weird sound coming from the armory. Uh, they, they rush over, they open the door, and they find a little like pinto car. Uh, with alternate Sam and Dean. I think we've met these Sam and Deans before. I think we saw them in another universe where... I think so. Sam was given a TED Talk. Although, yeah. no, I think that was just a different version of Sam because these two, we find out later, they are still hunters, but it's like instead of going on the road and, and being um, dust in his pockets, John Winchester, um, their version of John Winchester turned hunting into like a company, yeah. uh, into a startup. And so they're now they're just filthy rich. And so these are uh, rich, rich white kids. Sam and Dean. And I feel like with the slicked back hair uh, that Sam is doing with the man bun and with the like kind of slightly preppier clothing 
that this version of Dean is doing, that they're kind of going for like a weird metrosexual joke, which just reminds me that like everybody was obsessed with the term metrosexual back in the day mm-hmm. and how weird mm-hmm. that was that like guys looking nice had a whole fucking term for it, which is just like the, oh, yeah. You, yeah. you like for your hair to be styled? You must be a metrosexual. Ooh. You know, the aughts, the aughts have been tough. Dude, you know, we had 9-11. And then things right? went off the rails. <laughs> and it's just, it was been crazy since. We've still tried to figure it out. Uh, this alternate Sam and Dean, as well as their very tiny car, uh, starts flickering and then they disappear. And the the boys are left to look at one another like, what the fuck was that? Mm-hmm. Um, we jump to the main part of the episode where they're trying to explain this to Castiel, but Billy interrupts and says, hey, they were probably running trying to get away from their universe because Chuck is is, is destroying all of these realities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if Jack's ready, I've got quest number two. Uh, Jack comes out like eating a sandwich and is like, "Oh yeah, I'm a whole lot of- I, swear, I swear, Jack's eating this whole episode. It's it's something. It's they do it so much, and I know that he tells Castiel later, like this is part of like coming back from the dead or something. Like he wants to enjoy things, but he's constantly eating. It's very funny. He's eating as in much as first Dean scene, is drinking, which is a lot. yeah. He's eating the bread sandwich in this one. I had seen <laughs> nothing on this thing. <laughs> nothing poking out the sides. It's just a bread sandwich. Fucking ridiculous. Uh, Billy says this quest is much more spiritual, as whereas the mm. last one was much more physical. So uh, as opposed to eating hearts, he's going to be thinking about hearts. Um, but no, he's got to go find the occultum. The occultum. 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 Uh, Billy doesn't really know what it is. And she's like, I don't know where it is or really what it is or what it does. It's not a weapon. Um, she asks Jack if, she's, if he's ready and he's like yeah I'm ready she goes good because you need to be ready and not stupid and when she says stupid she just stares directly at Dean Winchester which is really <laughs> funny he's like the fuck he's like, what are you, what I'm not the one eating a bread sandwich <laughs> okay this isn't even a subtweet this is just you adding me about me being stupid I don't think this is yeah. nice it's like she's having a conversation with Jack and then she just separate tweet at Dean Winchester <laughs> dumbass you fucking idiot he's like what uh, so it's time to find the MacGuffin that is the occultum, which I don't know if that's a, a name. I think Sam says that it's a, it's Latin for hidden or hidden? something. Hidden. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if this is like a real thing or not, uh, but boy, is that a dumb name? It's pretty stupid. It was hard to type too. Cause it kept autocorrecting. <laughs> um, uh, I'm looking all of this stuff is from supernatural. So I just did a quick search it. and yeah. Um, later on, they're having a conversation, uh, Sam and Dean, and Dean is wondering if Jack should also kill Amara, too, when all is said and done. Um, because if they kill Chuck, then everything is going to be thrown out of balance and they're going to need to deal, which seems like a pretty shitty way to talk about Amara, considering you know, <laughs> their history. Like She decided to not destroy the world. <laughs> he, he literally talked her out of being a complete dickhead and destroying the she world. She brought his mom back. <laughs> she brought his mom back for, you know, a couple of years and Mary lasted a while. And like, you would think that he would just be like, maybe we should get Jack to get in touch with Amara. <laughs> See what she's yeah. going to do. Like, maybe yeah, she yeah, wants yeah, to yeah. go create her own universe somewhere and leave this one alone. It like, just some, some seems like such a petulant, like, random, like, not Dean. I mean, I can understand Dean suggesting the idea of what if we would have to do that? You know, what if it tips the balance and now we have this other issue on our hands rather than we should just kill her, right? She's not involved. We have no reason to go after her right now, but we should just kill her. We should That's just, Buckland just kill her. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so fucking hilarious. Because um, they assume that Dean has no respect for women, so... Jack walks in. Um, he has learned how to blow bubbles with his bubble gum. Uh, always, a, always a good thing to do. Jack's keeping it real. You know what I mean? They, uh, they're like, you know, Dean's like, hey, are, you know, have you thought about killing Chuck? And he's like, yeah, I don't really, 
no, no, not really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Castiel walks in, and he has a lead on the occultum. Uh, yeah. For some reason, Dean has a lot of ideas of how this occultum was stolen. Um, and it turns out, I don't remember exactly what it is, but like, I don't know, somebody, a bunch of people like came in and stole yeah, it. Yeah, it was like stolen by pirates and then sold somewhere else and blah, yeah. blah, blah, all the way down the line until it ended up with this Jacobson family, doesn't matter, who eventually traded it to a faith healer in exchange for healing. Um, and we realized that this is Sister Joe, Aniel. Um, yeah. And we go, t- we go take a visit. Uh, so just quickly, we're just going to go. They show up to Joe's place. Um, we're zooming past, like, how do we find Joe? Like, I like that we're just, we don't have time for, fi- somebody's got Joe? her number at this point. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just like, nope, we're not going to bother with it. She's at Hey the, Joe, you still in Michigan? All right, we're going to swing by. Yeah. We'll be, we'll be right there. Um, they tell her what's up. And they're like, Hey, we want the occultum because we're here to kill God. And she's like, well, I'm definitely not siding with you guys against God. Like, I'm just going to sign against, I'm just going to side, you know, with God. Uh, so they pull out the angel knives, uh, and that's when she confesses, oh, I don't have it. Ruby has it. Uh, and we get this kind of weird back and forth flash flashback, which um, is later going to be proven wrong, right? Like, we're going to see that this mm-hmm. is not the action, mm-hmm. not the real story that happened. Uh, but it's it's just really, it's just kind of weirdly done for some reason. Yeah, um, it's also, the way that Sam reacted to this was very like, wait, Ruby? Like, he didn't seem all that, like, fussed about it. Because the way that she was saying it, I thought it was more of a present tense thing. Yeah, me like, too. Mm-hmm. Ruby currently is in possession of it. Um, and not a past tense I gave it to you. So clearly Sam understands it as it is supposed to be perceived. Because it was written. Um, but I don't think that they did a good job expressing that. It's it's not often that a, a line is, is written in a way that I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, and in this time, I legit thought it meant Ruby's still alive. And so Sam's reaction seemed really weird. Um, but then they go into the flashback and I was like, Oh, okay. I had this exact same thought. Um, so in the flashback, uh, we find out that her and Joe or Ruby and Joe were uh, not necessarily like partners, but like occasional accomplices basically. Uh, and when Joe became in possession of the occultum, Ruby said, Hey, I've got a buyer for it. We can make you millions. Um, and according to Ruby, she gave it to, excuse me, according to Joe, she gave it to Ruby. Ruby hid it in hell, uh, to wait for the buyer. And then, uh, that's when Sam and Dean killed her. So it's just stayed mm-hmm. hidden this entire time. Uh, which th- this is, this is a lie as we're going to find out very quickly. Yeah. And also Sam and Dean, why do you think that this is not a lie? Like, why would you trust anything this woman says? Like, it's just like I, uh, Sam spent a lot of time chilling with Ruby. <laughs> I just like, like she probably would have brought it up. I'm just saying they were intimate. I would just think that like, and the motivation doesn't make a lot of sense either. So like, if either one of these boys thought for a second like this was the time of the apocalypse, like why does Ruby care about getting ten percent of a of, of dollars of U.S. dollars, like which are not going to matter in a little while if she mm-hmm, gets her way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's very silly. It's very yeah. silly. But um, they roll with it because that's what they do. Um, cut back over to Jack. He's still eating. Um, and uh, yeah, this is where he tells Cass. He's just like, yo, I'm just trying to like, guess, get more out of life, I guess. <laughs> yeah. He says, um, that, you know, when he came back, he says, you know, you know what's nice about coming back from from death? And Cassiel's like, yeah, I do. <laughs> I've been dead several times. <laughs> it yeah. sucked every single time. Um, but basically, he says now he's, he's, he's learning to experience life. And even though he doesn't have a soul, um, like he he doesn't experience emotions like he used to, but he understands that joy exists, even though mm-hmm. he knows that joy isn't inside of him. He's trying to right. teach himself how to experience it. 
Um, and then he realizes, he tells Castiel, he's like, I've realized now why Sam and Dean were mad at me for what happened to Mary. And Castiel corrects him and says, at what you did to Mary. And, yeah. And he's this like, is a, this yeah, is a yeah. big, this is a big parent moment. This is a big teaching moment. Absolutely. Um, of course, he's talking to a guy with no soul, but I, it was very interesting that Castiel decided he needed to step in and correct this. Absolutely. I, I think this is a, a really good moment between the both of them. I really like this, especially as we're going to see how this ends with Jack in the, in the next 40 minutes or so. Uh, this is just a really nice moment of, of Jack. Like I am trying, like I am here. Mm-hmm. I've eaten a lot of hearts and now I am trying to be a person, right? Like I'm just and a lot of bread sandwiches, a um, lot of bread sandwiches uh, right out I'm of hearts. Just, I don't get, I don't get the appeal. And Castiel's like bread sandwiches. So what's, what, what are you putting on? What are you putting on these bread sandwiches? And he's like, Oh, another, well, another piece of bread. You put one piece of bread on top of another and, that's your bread sandwich. And Cassie's like, okay, you do need a soul. We got to figure this out do you, because do that's you, fucked up. Have you ever heard of a tomato? Because you were going to lose it when I put a tomato between You're going to lose it when you put w- one tomato. That's one, all it takes. One um, slice of a tomato. And, and then, of course, like Jack comes out and there's one cherry tomato in between two slices of bread. And you're like, no, no, that's not, that's not <laughs> no, quite. Jack. Jack, that's Christ not. Christ almighty, Jack. God damn it, Jack. <laughs> uh, Only people with souls can, can operate tomatoes, apparently. Um, but yeah, so after, after Castillo corrects him, uh, Jack wonders... Will Dean ever forgive me? And Castiel starts talking about how Dean, he's not sure. You know, Dean feels things uh, much more deeply than really anybody else. And at any point, you know, that he could bottle up all that, all those emotions, all that anger, and it could explode. And then things could be fine after. You just, you never really know. Poor Castiel. Really know. His, his boyfriend has had, I mean, he's just got, his boyfriend he's has a lot it. of emotional issues. Yeah. He, one day he just, he'll just explode at you and kick you out of his house and blame you for the death of his mother. And then a, like, you know, a, little, a few weeks later, everything will be cool. Like just, just got to wait yeah. it out. <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. NBD. Um, Sam and Dean roll back up. They get back to the bunker and they're told, or they realize, um, alternate Sam and Dean are back for some reason and they're sort of trapped in like this dimensional space between their world and this world um but they just decide you know what we're going to deal with that later and we just see a shot of these two like halfway through like a cupboard like <laughs> swimming around in, in in nothingness trying to figure out what's going on these guys have like they're himbo is not the right word they're just so like oblivious and like happy about it it's really funny it's um it's 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 a lot of fun the visual jokes the visual gags that they go through like while they're in the room together of like they're just both like trying to bang on stuff at one point they start doing the rochambeau they start playing you know paper rock scissors um and it's just really funny to me like they do a really good job of, of making doing some background jokes here and i love dean's like hey like our Dean goes, are they in pain? And Castiel's like, no. And he's like, all right, well, fuck it. Like we're not going to yeah. deal with these people. We'll deal with this later. <laughs> we got a long list of stuff to do today. Sun's, sun's not going to be up forever. All right. We got, um, we got to get through this list, man. Um, so they tell Castiel about uh, Joe um, and how they are going to, I don't know. Yeah. We, we, we mentioned that the thing is hidden in hell, so they're going to go to hell to get it. Uh, and Castiel's like, no, that's not a good idea. We should just yeah, go. Ask tell, Ruby. Ruby comes up. Castiel very accusatorily um, was like Ruby, the demon that you were sexually intimate with, because um, that was a big sticking point for Castiel back in season four. Oh yeah, we get this abomination boy with the demon blood and him screwed around with demons. That he, was a that he was a big hated, deal. He hated he hated that Sam was he fucking that him. demon dude. He hated it because it it's nuts. it's not like later on where um, him and Sam. I mean, obviously him and Dean, but him and Sam have a have a relationship. He trusts Sam. 
Um, if Sam goes, you know, this demon's cool, they can roll with us. Castiel, he's going to be suspicious, but he'll go, okay, if Sam says so, yeah. Back in season four, he did not trust Sam, hated this weirdo's guts, thought he stunk, uh, <laughs> and he was screwed around with the demon, so he's got a grudge against Ruby. Uh, so Castiel's like, well, we shouldn't go to hell. We should, uh, we should go talk to Ruby. And they're like, she's dead. Shut up, Castiel. We're doing this. And then just leave. <laughs> like his, yeah. They go, uh, I don't know why they didn't talk to Rowena, figure this out. Um, but they get down there, they see a demon. They're like, Hey, can you take us to Rowena? And this guy's like, Oh yeah, sure. And this is okay. just an obvious trap. Like they lead them yeah. to, um, Belfagor's room or whatever like that that we saw in the season in the episode one of the season uh the same setup and of course a bunch of demons jump out and it's time for a fight Chris I want to ask you something about Supernatural Mm -hmm. in general Mm -hmm. and how you're feeling now that we're 15 seasons in would you care if you never saw another fight scene in Supernatural no they don't ever need to do another fight scene again they used to be cool they're not anymore we don't need them I don't think that I have really been I don't because we never really talk about them like we just kind of discuss the the outcome of all of these little fights and every once in a while we're like and then Castiel got beat up by a bunch of demons which doesn't seem right Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just so boring to me now like when I'm I don't know, man. Like when I was watching this, I was like, okay, there's three demons and two Winchesters. Like I, I know exactly what's about to happen here. Like this is mm-hmm. not, not interesting. Like the karate chops aren't interesting to me anymore. They, they rarely do anything super cool. Yeah. The boys, you never really feel like their lives are in danger, even when they're like vastly outmatched. Um, Cause you know, Oh, whatever. This is just, this is just filler for the, for the middle of the episode um, where seasons ago, it might have felt like at any point something really bad could happen or they, they one of them might do something really cool that you're going to get hyped about. Uh, and now it's just, um, well, we have we can't just have them be ca- captured. They have to put up a fight first. So that's what happens. So they fight. Um, they kill the two demons and then Sam holds uh, the other demon up, like the blade to his neck and is like, why are you doing this? And it was because Joe told us to. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. So this was all a fake thing for Joe. Yeah. And meanwhile, back at the same time, Castiel back at the uh, bunker, he's he's already suspicious of Joe's story. He doesn't think that any of this makes any sense. And he thinks he needs to go ask Ruby in the empty. Um, and his plan for this is to bring himself to the brick of death uh, to go to the empty. Um, and I guess what he like spits out his grace into a flask, <laughs> essentially. Like that's what it looks like to me. I don't know if it's supposed to be a soul or what the hell. I mean, he makes his life force. He makes Jack pull his grace into Bobby's flask. Is what this looks like to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like I don't know why. I also like the fact that went to like he went to find the flask and he just go went over to a filing cabinet and the Winchester just had a flask and a filing yeah. cabinet. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, somewhere Bobby's ears are burning. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Bobby. Worst treated person on the show. Absolutely. Seriously. Um, and yeah, he thinks that, you know, Jack is like trying to put up an argument to this of like, I don't think that's a good idea. The empty hates you. Yeah. Yo, go on the empty for you. Not good. And, and Castillo points out like, Hey, that's not our deal. Like I'm very far from the happiest point of my life right now. And that's when they said that they would take me. So, uh, I, you know, that I'm not going to worry about it. Uh, and then Jack pipes up and says, I don't have a soul right now, but I know that killing you is wrong. And I kind of don't want to do it. Thanks, Jack. Thank you. Fucking dad um, of the year here, Castiel. No, no, no. It's yeah. fine. Just kill me. It's okay. Just kill me. Not a lot. Like, just a little kill me. Just a little. Yeah. Just kill me a little bit. Not a lot. We see Joe now. Um, she's fleeing her church. She knows, you know, everybody's going to be sniffing down her her tail sooner than later. Um, and then, sure enough, we see Castiel going to the empty. 
And he's looking for Ruby, but who does he find but Meg? Uh, which is actually not Meg, but the empty dressed up as Meg. Uh, yeah, it's really funny that Castiel's walking around in the empty just going, Ruby! <laughs> yeah, like it's just doesn't, like what What was the, like, what was ev- the First plan? of all, everyone's asleep. <laughs> Second of all, it's just like how many bajillions of people are in there? I don't know. It's just, just Ruby! Uh, but yeah, he finds Meg, a- aka the empty pretending to be Meg. But it's nice to see Meg again. She's sitting in a cool throne. Yeah. She looks dope. Uh, it's nice to see Rachel Miner come back. Um, and I'd, I'm glad that they didn't try to do anything like weird or crazy. They were just like, no, here she is as the empty for a little while. Who cares? Yeah. Um, then uh, the empty kind of just talks some shit. And it's like, fine, here's Ruby. Uh, I guess we're on the same team or whatever. Um, and then, yeah, Ruby shows up. Um, Cassiel explains what's happening. She kind of wistfully talks about Sam a little bit. Uh, and then she corrects the story that Joe told them and says that actually Joe had the occultum and she wanted to use it to write out the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wanted Ruby there because her and Ruby work fairly well together um, as business partners and thought that they could establish themselves in the new world order. Cause at the time, there was every possibility that Lucifer and Michael would be fighting one another and uh, d- destroy this world, right? Yeah. So uh, Joe's plan was to l- live in the occultum. Oc- oc- I don't know why occultum. I can't say that. Um, it's and, tough. On paper, it looks weird. Yeah. Uh, and which is which is weird because we didn't know that it was a place before this. This is yeah. So now we're finding strange. out that it's a place. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, so Ruby stuff not distracting. I don't have a problem with it. It's you know yeah. nice to see a familiar face. Um, I don't follow her on Instagram or whatever, so you know this is really really don't see see her anymore. Um, there's a small part of me, of course, that wishes there would be something between Sam and Ruby. Um, of course, you want you want to return to those vi- season four vibes. You're a season four yeah, fan. You yeah. know, there there's to to unpack some of that. You know, to have them speak to each other in some way. At the same time, that would have been probably distracting. It would have yeah. taken away from uh, what we're trying to deal with here. But in theory, you know that I guess that that fanfic would would be interesting to see what their conversation would be like all these years later. I will say I don't know if she continues to show up in the season. I'm, I've not been spoiled on that, um, but uh, it. It is weird to bring her back and not put her in the room as Sam, same room as Sam and Dean. Like I think mm-hmm. that that's what people would want to see from Ruby returning. Um, what we get is great. Like her interaction with Joe is good, <clears throat> and I think this conversation with Castiel is great, where he she tells him like, "Hey, I absolutely hate it here. Like I'll tell you where this occultum is, but you have to promise me you'll try to get me out because they call this place the empty, but it's not. It's full of just angels and demons dreaming of their regrets over and over and over again." Um, which sounds like a horrible place. Like it just, every time we've seen it, we've not heard anything, but obviously like if you are a resident, maybe you have a completely different experience. Uh, and it just makes the empty sound even worse than I thought it would originally. Yeah. Um, cause if you're just sleeping for eternity, no big deal. But if it's this horrible place where you dream of your worst regrets, then that sucks. Uh, we don't get an answer from Castiel about whether or not he agrees to this, but he does get the information that he wants. So he we does. Can at least... he, no, he, he specifically says, Oh, he does agree. He does he, agree. He says, I will try my best to get you out, which to me okay. is, is just the Winchester promise of, yeah, I'll bring that spear back next yeah, season yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all right okay okay maybe that's why i didn't think it because it was just such a, a nothing answer don't worry miss tran we'll take care of kevin from here we got yeah. him <laughs> i love you guys uh, yeah uh, <laughs> okay don't worry mom you're safe in the bunker with jack <laughs> oh god so Ruby tells Jack where the occultum is, and then she kind of fades away. Castiel goes to leave, but he is stopped by the empty. 
Um, and she just wants to torture him until he leaves. Because uh, yep. she's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm on the same side as, as Billy. Because they are. Um, the MC is working with death to take down God. Um, just like, supernatural terms, you know, stuff just, you just, just say. Casual, casual um, conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, but she's like, you know, I'm not so sure that you're actually part of the plan. So I could just kill you. Um, and she just starts torturing him. And uh, as that's happening, we're switching back and forth back to the bunker where Sam and Dina have arrived and see that Cassiel is almost dead. And Jack like hastily tells them what's been going on. And of course, they are they are freaked out uh, and demand that they bring him home. And he does so. Uh, so we see, you know, and this is g- going back and forth between the empty and then the bunker. And eventually it works. And Castiel wakes up in our world. Uh, Dean looks like... It, they do a long shot of Dean right after Castiel comes back and he looks really, really relieved. And then he looks really, really angry, which I think it's a yeah. very good he reaction. He just calls him an idiot. He calls him and an Cassiel's idiot. Yeah. like, oh yeah, if I'm such a fucking idiot, then how did I just pull that off and get the information that we need? Fucking owned Dean Winchester. You didn't do shit owned. in this episode. Oh, Make me some fucking lunch, Dean. Why don't you go like, make me a bread whoa, sandwich? I'm addicted to him fuck? now. <laughs> Bring me a bread sandwich with three cherry tomatoes on the side. Me and Jack are going to party. Dean, <laughs> fucking idiot. Dean's Dean speechless, looking all like pissed off, like, and then just quietly retreating to the kitchen to do so. <laughs> Sam just he doesn't know. There's no house to process. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sam is in the other room, just going like, "Could I make my hair into a man bun?" That seems yeah. Like he's it. do. Could, he's in the mirror right now. Yeah, <laughs> I could probably pull that off. Um, so they uh they have the occultum or they know where the occultum is so it's time to go get it and jack brings up the point hey uh what happens if chuck decides to come check in on us and dean just looks up and says i have a dumb idea uh and they very quickly like deal with this one thing i gotta say about buckling that i i appreciate and don't like at the same time is that they just don't give a fuck about the mechanics of this universe Mm -hmm, like they're mm -hmm. just like we need a spell to get some ghost outside of a universe fuck it here, Sam knows it. <laughs> yep. Sam just knows it. Jack's yeah. there. He can help. Yeah. Whatever. So, whatever you so need. one second after Dean has this idea, they've brought over uh, alternate universe Sam and Dean. Yeah. We spent like uh, half of a season trying to gather materials to go into a different universe to, to go grab something. And now, and like in this episode, it's just like, whatever. It's not a different universe. It's just in between. D- who cares? It <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now we sit down with the alternate universe guys. Um, if Again, if the whole episode had been centered around this, I, I don't think I would have liked it. But yeah, we find that it's just like, spoiled rich kid version of sam and dean they love john winchester think he's the best guy ever because he started this hunter corp startup business that has has him flying all over the world hunting people getting paid the big bucks for it so they're they're living lavishly they are still hunters but they're they're living in privilege and they do not like dean's beer well alternate universe dean is it's kind of growing on them the uh the beer is not as good as the scotch that um their dads provide for him they even say at one point he spoils us uh and yeah. sam yeah. and dean our sam and dean are very confused by this entire conversation just <laughs> yeah. does, does understand what happens um i like really really like the idea of hunter corp and these two uh you know soft looking boys on the outside we've not seen them hunt so maybe they, they are hardcore when it comes to hunting they um, just probably have like serious machinery you know so yeah a lot of weaponry that takes care of everything for them you think they've got a mech suit i think there's a mech suit <gasps> i think if you if you have air flight and you're just uh we're doing an airdrop with sam winchester in a mech suit going down he's fine he's like checking twitter while he swings all around cutting vampires heads off or whatever you know he's Chris, he's not even there i have a better idea What's the idea? What if the mech has to be run by two people that are drifting together and only Sam and Dean can operate it? 
Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim style. What if it's a giant hunter, fucking monster killing mech that only the two of them can pilot together? I, I, that we should have, we should have got that. You're in love with this idea. I I could tell. I could tell in your voice Uh that you were in love with this idea. Who's the evil mech? Who are the evil, who are the evil twin (sighs) evil mech? Is it? Who's the evil twin mech? Yeah. Mm. Is it Lucifer and Michael somehow? You know what I'm saying? Like who's, who's, yeah, yes. You like that? They had to to put aside their differences. The Mm -hmm. one thing that they hate more than each other, Sam and Dean. God, you, um, have, you have a whole, you have two episodes of them just learning to drift together and them not working very well, and then finally mm-hmm, it clicks mm-hmm. when they realize that Sam and Dean are the thing that they can unite against. <laughs> Come on, this is gonna work. We Chris. were robbed. We were robbed. We were robbed. Guillermo, where are you at, run. dog? Yeah, yeah. Come on, bro. <laughs> I got, I've got an idea, and you're not gonna like it. <laughs> Winchester drift. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they tell them all about their their drifting or whatever. Sam tells this dude to lose the man bun. But yeah, more or less, they're going to go look for the uh, occultum. Uh, and in case Chuck checks in on the bunker, alternate universe Sam and Dean are going to be there. So they have to, you know, again, lose the man bun. They got to drink their beer. They got to dress like them uh, and just hang out and just mostly hang out. And that's like it. That's We don't really have to deal with them too much else. I love the uh, alternate Sam's reaction to you got to have to lose the man bun. It just says, I will not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they jump to this church, uh, where, uh, Ruby told Castiel this thing is buried. Um, it's surrounded by hellhounds. Uh, they managed to get inside right as the hellhounds are about to attack them. Sam is holding the door. Uh, and then Castiel tells them that Ruby said that the top of the cross will point the way. Uh, so they look at the wall and then there's just a cross on the wall, but that doesn't make a lot of sense. And then luckily they just happen to show up on a, you know, a night that the wind was blowing the clouds away from a full moon and they happened to shine the light right through mm-hmm. the window so that the cross made a why right did she just, weather, just, right just, time of month, right day, you know, it's, it's six feet away from the altar in the middle of the floor. Mm-hmm. Just dig it up. Mm-hmm. What, Ruby, why are you, you're in the, in the empty. Why am I going to get poems from you about where this yeah. thing is? Like Ruby riddles never seemed like your thing. What the <laughs> fuck Ruby? Like, just tell me where it is. Like this whole fucking so this is, in, Indiana this is Jones either, shit is so stupid to me. So I hate stupid. it so much. This is, this is either Chuck's bullshit or Buck Lemming's bullshit. And they're, they're the same brand of bullshit. Same, so it's the I same person. As far as I'm concerned, everything bad mm-hmm. with supernatural mm-hmm. is either Chuck or Buck Lemming or Chuck Lemming, as I have just decided to yeah, call them. Yeah, Chuck Lemming, Chuck Lemming. Um, but yeah, so there they are. Okay, great. We could just like lift up the floorboards and whoop, there it is. It's just like a little, a little marble. Um, it's a little guy. It's it's a little thing with an Enochian inscription on it. Uh, and what does it say? In order to be in the occultum, the occultum must be in you. Um, so Jack. Um, well, we we won't we'll, we'll come back to that in a second because before anything happens, we cut back over to the alternate universe, Sam and Dean. Um, sitting in the bunker. Sam still got the man bun in, and they're struggling with that beer. Uh, uh, yeah, with that beer. Um, Dean finds other Dean's porn stash, of course, because they had to, and they focus on that for the majority of this conversation. Um, but we realize that these two dudes think that our Sam and Dean have it made because they like they have their own place. They're doing whatever they want. They're chilling, you know, and um, they they don't have that kind of freedom. More confirmation that John Winchester even isn't like this benevolent role that the boys see him in is still just a terrible father. Like the boys are like, he "Oh, they yeah, have Sam their own says, place. Why why not why you can't have your own place? You have to live at Hunter yeah. Corp? Like what the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> Sam says that if they ever got caught with porn, they would lose their inheritance or whatever. Lose their trust their funds. Trust funds. Yeah. They would lose their trust funds. You're I'm sorry, grown what? grown men. You were like a 38-year-old man and you're, you're, you're grown, grown man. Because your dad would, wouldn't allow it? 
Do you mean you tried to go to Puritan freak is he? And you got domain blocked and it had a picture of your dad on it going, uh uh uh. Uh, yeah, it was like that thing from Jurassic Park. That uh 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 um, <laughs> It was. Jesus it's not Christ. good. That's fucked up. It's so even in this universe, John Winchester's fucked up. Uh, and I, you know, alternate Dean talks about his life. Like, there's no quarterly reports, no distraction. We can just hunt monsters, drink beer, and watch porn. And I'm like, you guys really need to check out the last 14 seasons because it's not been. Porn has played a very little role in it. It has been there, but it's played a very little role. And also like a lot of bad shit has happened um, because they did not have a house to live in several times. So yeah. Uh, Then we go back to the church where uh, in the middle of all this craziness, again, Sam is holding back uh, hellhounds. No one, no one is helping him. They don't all need to stand around and look at the thing. They could all stand by the door. I mean, they could all do. They could all do this at the same time. But uh, this, this Sam's got the. He pulled the short straw, so he's got hellhound duty tonight. Um, he's got the wingspan for it, though. You know, he he's does. really covering that whole door. Um, Jack eats the spear. Hey, if you want to be inside the, I love that. I love. I love me. that he's just been eating shit all episode, and then he's like, "I'll just eat this." This this looks like a cherry tomato sandwich to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> chomp, chomp, anybody chomp, chomp. He right before he does it, he goes, "Does anybody got bread?" And they're like, what? "No." And then he goes, "Oh well." And then he just eats it. <laughs> anybody got any Wonder Bread and some mayo? I'd love to have this thing greased down real quick. Uh, and then, like, there's nothing wrong for a little bit. And then he doubles up in pain and disappears. And when mm-hmm. he wakes up, he is on green grass. Um, there is a girl of indeterminate age. I can't, I'm so bad at aging children. Like, is this a youth, 10? a youthful is girl? Is she 14? I can't tell. Yeah. I have no idea. A child. Uh, it's, a it's, child. It, there is a child there. Um, and she says, humans can't come here. So you must not be a human. Are you an angel? Uh, and she says, and he says, you know, it's complicated, which is a very funny response yeah. to anything. Mm-hmm. Are you an angel? It's complicated. Uh, and she says that humans aren't allowed there because this is the garden uh, and that God loved Adam and Eve until he, until they betrayed him. And then he banished them from the garden. Um, so this is the literal garden of Eden that Chuck has hidden away from the world. Yeah, this is, um, this is a big deal. This is this is the spot, you know? This is the spot. Um, I don't know why this would be like the secret hiding place, but it's the spot. Uh, meanwhile, Sam is still holding the door closed. Nobody's helping him. Uh, cut back over to Jack again in the garden, uh, and the snake appears. And um, he comes to tempt to tempt Jack, I guess. Starts asking, who are you? Who are you meant to be? He starts having all sorts of flashbacks. We see a lot of Lucifer because just because they wouldn't, or they weren't able to hire him for this episode. They were still going to use his B-roll. You know, Got to fucking have episode. Lucifer in the last season. Why not? Well, who cares? Jesus Why Christ. Um, we also see the mistakes that Jack has made. We see him interacting with the teenagers. Of, if you remember, he stabbed one of them. Um, I was surprised we didn't get him killing the, the security guard at the bank um, way back mm. when. Um, and then we see, of course, him interacting with Mary and how horrible that was. Uh, we see him not helping Sam hold the door closed against the hellhounds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, oh, that was just like a minute ago. <laughs> we see him eating the last two pieces of bread and then putting the heels, like the the, the, the bad pieces. Just like, the just heels, back. he like, wraps it back up, puts it back. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's terrible. Jack just has horrible, horrible, horrible practices. Such a, such a shithead. <laughs> um. Did we mention that when he asked the girl, like, you know, will this place change me? And she says, perhaps it will. I just wanted to call that out if we forgot to. She says, perhaps, um, perchance. Um, 
And we go she back flitters to, away. Yeah. Then she turns into a butterfly. She turns into a butterfly away. and she leaves. Uh, back at the church, uh, things are going badly. Sam gets thrown back from the doors. The the hellhounds are on their way in uh, when this ball of light appears. <laughs> Dean's like, Sam, I thought you had the door. Sam, I thought you had this, man. You said, you said don't help. He goes, no, I said, can I get some help? I don't know, man. It sounded like don't oh. help to me. <laughs> Cass, back me up. Cass, he said, "Don't help, right?" Like, do not. Cass is trying to do CPR on Jack. <laughs> do not involve me in your petty squabbles. <laughs> do not involve me. Said, Yo, I don't think you need to do CPR on Jack. He swallowed an occult object, <laughs> and then he burst into flames or something. Don't worry about. He's, he's the good. CPR. He's good. Help Sam is what I'm telling you. Uh, I think the Jack disappear. You know, it's not important. Doesn't matter. Um, the ball of light appears. Uh, it floats towards Sam, and then it goes back towards Dean. Sam is thrown away from the door, like I mentioned. And as these hellhounds approach, the light flashes, and we're like see their outline uh notably hellhounds are invisible uh and the light disintegrates them and then jack is left lying on the floor um and because it's buckling i mean we just zoom everybody back to the bucker because we have mm-hmm. we're not gonna have any conversation until we get not dealing with anything we're just kicking alternate universe sam and dean out they can go to brazil i don't i don't um, care it, about any of this stuff but like it's really weird to think that they just all piled in a car and, and then just drove back to the bunker and didn't have a single conversation about what just happened that's this supernatural always does that that's i mean we've been talking about this for years is mm-hmm. um you know it was daytime when they were there or it was nighttime when all this stuff happened now the sun is fully up. It's been six hours. Y'all had to drive across the fucking country. But you didn't talk about anything. You got in the car and went, well, all right, radio's going on. I'm Dean Winchester. Nobody gets the talk. Um, that does, that's, I don't know. It's not important. It's, it's not, not important. important. It's not um, important. I'm just going to stop. <laughs> so, as you mentioned, Dean tells uh, alternate Sam and Dean they have to go. Uh, he says they can't, they, they you know, they want to stay here. They've realized that they, their lives would be good here. Uh, and Dean says, no, you want to go to Brazil for the babes and the beaches and carnival. And I'm like, Dean, you don't testosterone, man. Dean, you don't, you don't, you don't care about babes anymore. Come on, dude. What are you doing? What is this? What what writing is this? This is terrible. Uh, alternate Dean says that they found the car referring to, of course, the Impala and our Dean gets really mad when they say that they drove it and they leave. I find it really weird. I I know why, and I don't. Again, this is one of these things, like one of these TV show things. I I just wish they had they had phased out of existence. Like, oh, we're not attached to our dimension anymore, so we just we we can't stay here or something. Because mm-hmm. sending them to Brazil is the most bizarre way to get rid of of two extremely good hunters. Like, they're another yeah. Sam and Dean. Like, yeah. Even if I know you don't not, like his hair, but like he pilots a mech suit, dude. Yeah, they've got a mech suit. <laughs> they can drift. Dean, have you even? You that don't even car, know what that means. <laughs> that car that you made fun of—it's a fucking transformer. It's a tr- you don't even know. You and you and Sam could have been fucking transforming your ass across the American Highlands, killing werewolves with a giant mech sword. But no, but no, you want to send him to Brazil because of your car. Uh, it's just, and I know, like, we can't have multiple Sam and Deans running around for seven episodes. Like, we just, we can't. I just wish there was a better <laughs> exit for than Brazil. Yeah, yeah. Because it was just random. It's funny. It's fine. You know, it is. They play it off is, each it, other. It is it's fine. Okay. I just, and like, in the next episode, I hope someone's like, oh my god, at the end of the world, and Brazil just fell through the ocean, and they're like, oh, dag, yeah. damn. <laughs> That's why we can't call. Son of a. <laughs> I guess we'll never learn how to drift after all. So or they just get arrested for some other Sam and Dean related crime in this universe. Sure. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, they get arrested for you know shapeshifter crimes from season two. Uh, yeah. So uh, Jack is sitting in the kitchen, um, and he is, uh, and Castiel comes out and says that Jack is back, uh, but he's pretty shook. 
And Castiel seems pretty shook because Jack visited the garden, which literally nobody has has been into since it was created and then later abandoned. Um, and then when they walk inside, Jack is openly weeping, mm-hmm. and he he pleads to Sam and Dean, you know, I'm so sorry. Why didn't I get it? My mother died too. Why didn't under Why didn't I understand? It was my fault. Please forgive me. Uh, and Castiel points out the kind of obvious thing that going through this occultum and then coming back has restored Jack's soul. So now he realizes the the amount of hurt and betrayal that mm. Sam and Dean must have felt when Jack killed Mary Winchester. And they just look at him. Dean looks at him like, I, I personally, the way that Dean looks at him, I felt like he, forgave, he forgives him. But I don't know if I'm just seeing what I want to see when I'm reading into how I feel. Um, because who knows, this could be another episode or two of them kind of dealing with it. But Jack is like, now he, now he sees it. He finally sees it. It wasn't his fault. It wasn't because he's evil. It's because he didn't have a fucking soul. <laughs> and he just didn't get it. And now him, I think him saying, you know, I lost my mother too. Like that part, the, you know, the thing that, that caused me so much pain. How could I not understand the pain that it caused you? Um, and I, I think for me that kind of like, you know, that, that completes the circle. He's, he's begging for forgiveness. Um, and you can't, you can't say no to that in this situation, you know? I don't know. I mean, given the context, I don't think that we're at a point where you can go, no, sorry, Jack, <laughs> buzz off. Yeah, I, uh, I don't think there's a, there's a situation where Dean doesn't forgive him. Like, Dean has kind of already, like, temporarily forgiven him anyway and is working with him now. So the fact that he can see on Jack's face, like, how devastated he is, and now that Jack finally understands that, now that Jack is finally able to to grasp that and show those emotions, like that almost instantly, I think that Dean just forgives him. And, and Sam, mm-hmm. I think, I think Sam has understood this from the get go. That you know, it's it it wasn't because it was it wasn't even malicious in intent. It was just a horrible thing that you did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, even with with even though you didn't intend for this to happen, you still did it. Uh, but Sam's always been a softer touch than Dean on this kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, and you know, Mary and Mary didn't like Sam that much anyway. <laughs> she didn't. Let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, <come> on. <laughs> her experience with her was him crying all the time, trying to suck on a nipple, and mm-hmm. she was just like, you know, that's all I see when I look at this, you know, thirty-five-year-old, seven-foot-tall weirdo. Uh, is a crying baby, and you, I don't got time for it. Are you implying that he was trying to get at the nipple when she came back in season I think, 11? I think there was a moment where they looked at each other and they, they <laughs> oh, like no. had that it had that like instinctual like flashback memory where you Sam he, is like you, you think know, he did a little lunge like and she was like whoa I I don't know I think she like could see little... it in his eyes though she could see it wasn't and it wasn't an intentional thing it's not Sam, it's not Sam being weird it's the it's the sense memory of being a baby the last time that he was around this woman the last time he smelled her smell. <laughs> You Sam know, bites and, and that's crawl. <laughs> Mary <It's- laughs> runs away screaming. <laughs> Platonic mom. Um, yeah, there's just some something I think in his eyes, and she she saw it, and it went away. It didn't stay, but she saw it. You know, absolutely and saw it. Yeah, she couldn't Jesus. unsee it. <laughs> Had to get away from that. No, boy. I think I think the final I think the final act of 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 Jack's redemption is going to come through forgiveness. I think you know Dean's going to forgive him, and that will make them whole again as a family yeah i do too and i think this is uh i'll be curious what quest three is we had the physical and we had the spiritual so i mean i don't really 
is to get his dexterity up. You gotta get his dex up. So uh, he can do wield. Can't wait to can't wait to get the, to the stamina episode where he's just yeah. doing a lot of cardio. <laughs> he's got a dual wield against God, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, I can't I don't I didn't spec for axes. And you're giving me an axe? I didn't know about this. I'm dagger oh, only, no. girl. Oh, dagger only. Come on. <laughs> then they gotta go to the quest for the respec item. It's in it's in Atlanta. <laughs> Yeah, it's seven more episodes. They're going to Atlanta to get a respec item, <laughs> and then Jack does it wrong. Oh God! No, no. Then then Dean does it and becomes super fucking smart, <laughs> but, yeah. but it's not very strong. Uh, uh, good right. stuff. Good stuff. And that's the episode. We end without Dean and Sam saying anything back. Um, and that's that's really it. I uh, I think this is a really solid episode. Um, but Clemming, you know, kind of stuff aside. Uh, I think this again excited to see forward progress the idea of them like the occultum occultum or whatever being eden is really really neat um it seems like one of those one-off things that we'll never talk about again which is kind of a bummer but that's supernatural for you so i'm just here Mm to i'm just here to kill god chris and if we don't kill god i'm going to feel extremely disappointed in my in the tv show supernatural i'm gonna be real with you i need i need this show to kill kill this motherfucker yeah we need to we need to you have any last thoughts or feelings on it um no we better kill god let's kill god uh thank you everybody for listening thank you to everybody that's been reaching out on social media and chatting with us um shout outs to all of the other supernatural podcasts all of a sudden like in our twitter there's like 18 it was fucking crazy uh there's definitely a bunch of you out there um thank you for all of the patrons over patreon.com slash monster of the week you mean a, a whole lot to us um merry christmas if you celebrate this episode's coming out yeah, uh yeah. the day before christmas eve so i hope everyone has a safe and fun holiday weekend uh if you are a patron and uh you're on our discord uh and you're lonely on christmas eve uh there's a voice chat available like you could just hang out in the voice chat people can join and kind of come loose there's no rules regulations but if you just want to hear a voice on christmas uh you can definitely do that like the discord is there for you uh and you don't have to voice chat either you can just chat like you can just say hey what's you up just everybody? hang out um, we will be around for you. Uh, we will be back next week with Making Up for Lost Time. Chris, Sam and Dean discover a wood nymph living in the bunker. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, can you imagine? Because this is the episode we didn't talk about it, but the this episode we just covered was the last one before the COVID shutdown production, um, and they didn't come back for for like was seven months. Uh, and can you imagine waiting for seven months on this big like Jack kind of <laughs> cliffhanger, and then? There's a wood nymph in the bunker. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Jesus. If you're speaking, I don't hear you. I'm not speaking. But I'm just tapping. Discord tapping, does tap, not tapping. indicate that you were speaking. So, Can you hear me? Hopefully, oh, I'm muted. you can hear me. I'm muted. Oh, Can you hear me? Ah. Aha. Hark. Upon oh. the horizon. Heart. I see thee. <laughs> a herald angel sing. What is the Christmas songs? Not making any sense. No, uh, I do know that we don don we now our gay apparel. Um, that's easy. That one's easy to remember because you just dress like Dean Winchester. Autumn just showed me a picture of some meme 
and it was um it was a picture of John Winchester and then Dean Winchester and then bottom corner Sam Winchester and at the right corner Adam Winchester um or whatever his name is um and the caption was something like I'm at the age now where I'm either going to fuck all of the sons or the dad and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Autumn, Autumn walked up to me and she's like, you know, they didn't put a picture of this guy on there. And she like pulls up the uh, Mary Winchester's dad from the show. <laughs> it's like, Sandal I'm just Campbell, saying, yeah. if you're going to fuck your way through the Winchesters, you got to start with the Camels too. And I was like, God mm-hmm, damn, mm-hmm. Autumn. They're, they're very closely linked. They're very closely linked. Very closely linked. Absolutely. <clears throat> How are you, Chris um, Moser? We haven't talked in a long time. It feels like I've, I haven't heard from you. It's almost Christmas. Are, do you have a lot of Christmas yeah. spirit? Are you Santa Claus? Um, Are you dressed as Santa Claus right now? How did you know? I was just going to say, <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Here I am. Um, I, I finished my Christmas shopping, so I'm happy with that. I, I'm i dealing with a lot of crap from work, but I think when we get that, we get the day off Friday, which is the day before Christmas, just because, you know, the way the work holidays fall. Mm-hmm. I think when that day hits, I think the Christmas spirit is going to be upon me. I hate Christmas music, not big on Christmas music or uh, movies, but I love Christmas. I love the Christmas spirit. I love, you know, little Santa hats. I just don't, I just can't do the music really. <laughs> uh, there's not a lot of good Christmas music. Um, mm. It's just, um, you know, there's, there, are, there are some good tracks. There's some, there's some. Don't, don't get me yeah, wrong, yeah. there's some. Um, it's just not a lot. <laughs> it's just not a, not a lot. A, a lot of it is hip hop. I posted that uh, playlist that Autumn keeps up, um, which is all hip hop. Yeah, I'm sad because it's it's all Spotify, and I don't. Oh yeah, get to you, enjoy don't, it. you don't you don't do Spotify. Yeah, um, Chance has a did a whole Christmas album, and it's probably the best album that he's done. Um, because it's just great. Uh, and there's a song he, on there. He love he loves Christ, right? He loves Christ. He really okay, does. Okay, so that checks out. That checks out. <laughs> Like there's there's a couple of songs in there that's just like him and his guys just like fucking singing for a Hell while. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it's not good. Uh, but then I, actu- I actually think I've heard this. And then there's one song called "My Favorite Cousins Back in Town," and I don't think that's the name of it, but that's like the hook to it. My favorite cousin. Yeah, back yeah, yeah, in town. yeah. And there's a good beat, and I'm like, yeah, because that's what Christmas nice. is all about. My favorite cousin came back in town. I got to see that guy yeah. again. We're gonna play Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Bright Eyes put out a, a Christmas. Record, no heat on that one. No, not, no. not even I want to listen to that one. Like, really? there's just nothing. You know, I was like 19, you know, crying my way through college. And even I was like, eh, this is a little much. Are they, are they sex pests? I don't think so. Okay. They haven't been, they haven't been tagged yet. I can't, I can never remember all of your emo bands. Like, it's, it's a, it's that a, was brand, brand new, brand new was the big one. That yeah. was the, where the lead singer was definitely a, uh, a bad, uh, bad person. Yeah. Um, which is tough. You see all these Spotify rap stuff. I'm like, it's tough. Half these guys are canceled now, but we just keep listening. What do we just do? Keep, what just do keep do? listening to their music. Yeah. I feel that way a lot yeah. about Tool. Um, Tool, mm. like that lead singer, that, that, that dude's not a good guy anymore. Um, he's definitely should be canceled. Um, but I've, I've already bought all their albums. <laughs> like I'm not. Yeah. What do you? I, mean, what can, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Uh, I got to still want to listen to the what album. Can you do? Yeah. I'm can sorry. You sorry. Uh, I cut Woody Allen off. Is that not enough for people to be woke? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's easy though. That's easy. You know, I keep th- seeing it's slightly different, but. Um, all this garbage NFT stuff that's like being introduced into into video games. Uh, the controversy that I saw was this this game Stalker Two. I don't know anything about it really, uh, but everybody got really mad because they were like, "Hey, we're going inter- to integrate NFTs into our game in some way." Um, digital scarcity for no reason. That's going to destroy the rainforest. Um, 
And then they backtracked very quickly. But it was interesting to see, you know, the vitriol thrown at them. Everybody was like, fuck you, I'm not playing this stupid game. It's like loot boxes, but it hurts the environment. (laughs) Um, Loot boxes, but we're cutting down a tree for every single box. (laughs) And so it's easy for me to look at something like that and go like, yeah, screw that. You know, I'm not, I would never give money towards that thing, right? Because it's doing something I don't stand for same thing with ubisoft ubisoft comes out they're doing all this just garbage they're a garbage company with you know awful um work environments i guess you know they got all that shit going on Mm -hmm. but it's easy for me to say that because i don't play any of their games so i can go oh yeah fuck you who cares blah 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 but when it comes to you know there was a rumor about square enix they make my precious final fantasy what am i going to do when the day comes when you know, clouds, hair is an NFT available, whatever, and it's super scummy. But I'm like, but I want to play Final Fantasy VII Part Two. What am I going to do? Where are my morals then? So it's easy to pick and choose right now because I hate most things. So yes. I go, oh, yeah, that sucked, but I already thought it sucked. Hasn't interacted with you directly yet. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, you know, I think it, with all things, there's a line, there's a personal line. And I think that mm-hmm. we as a culture have uh, grown accustomed because of social media of sharing where our personal lines are and sharing what does mm-hmm. and what does not make that personal line. And frankly, I don't think it's anybody's business. Like if I don't think that everybody needs to tell everybody else that they're not supporting Ubisoft or stalker or whatever, they should tell mm-hmm. Ubisoft that. Right. Like right. That should, they should tell Ubisoft that I think that's a good thing. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't know, man, like if Square Enix starts doing NFT shit, it's just your choice. Like, do you want to buy Final mm, Fantasy mm. 7, 2 or whatever? Like, Unfortunately, it, I do. And, and I think do, at that that's, point, that's fine. That's like, <laughs> that's the, the, you know, the shitty part of me. That's just it's pretty much just pretty weak to it. I'm like, oh, I, well, the developers didn't, you know, suddenly I'm making up every excuse in the book. So. But the thing is, um, like, you could just you don't have to do that because you could just play the game and shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> like, that's true. The, that's absolutely that's true. I would I you, you would actually you'd catch me saying nothing on Twitter. Right. <laughs> Until yeah. about two weeks later that I dump all my screenshots out. Be <laughs> and like, you go, oh, that's oh, what you've okay. been up so, to. You, so you've been you've been doing that thing. Um, but yeah, I don't think that everybody <laughs> has to get involved in the political battle for every company. And like when the Blizzard Activision mm-hmm. stuff started hitting over the last couple of weeks, um, for whatever reason, I like. I follow a bunch of Blizzard Activision people. I don't know how that happened. Or I follow like it happens. Blizzard people move around, ad- adjacent you know? people. Um, so I got like a lot of retweets in my timeline from developers and from developer like group leads inside Blizzard saying, please don't boycott us. Like, please buy. We've worked really hard on this mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we realize like we are going to unionize. Like we are going to try to do some action within the, this company and we want you to support us in doing that. But please don't, please buy the game that we've been working on. Like, please, like we've, we've worked on it a lot. Like we want you to see it. Like it's mm-hmm. like all of that shit broke one night um, when a wow expansion came out and there was just a bunch of people like, well, I refuse to support him. I'm like, no, please buy it. We've worked so hard and none of us have sexually assaulted anybody in our life. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. And it's, so it's a real, it's a real weird line on, on some of this stuff. And like, I think that everybody has their personal moment or personal, whatever to, to, to personal judgment and to, to decide what's going to work for them or not. So I don't know. I try not yeah. to judge people on what they do or do not support anymore. Cause Half the time, people don't even know. Go, oh, you like that thing, know. but you didn't know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, I fucking didn't, dude. But I tell you what. <laughs> like, so I don't, somebody... I don't Go ahead. I, I, was, I was a huge brand new fan. They were my favorite band in high school. Like, I was all in. Every I was following the news, getting the new album the second that it comes out. So, of course, I know about what happened. I, I, I hear the, uh-oh, 
so-and-so did this. He's a sex pest. He's gross. Um, now, I'm, now I'm conflicted about listening to this. I don't. I feel gross. I don't want to do it anymore. But somebody else just scrolling through Spotify, it's got, it, they might have no fucking idea. It's not like Spotify puts a disclaimer. So if you catch somebody listening to something like this, they don't know it's problematic. That doesn't make them a bad person. And you don't necessarily have to tell them. <laughs> It's it's weird because that's the other thing is like <clears throat> at a certain point when you walk up to the person that's smoking and like, do you know how bad that is for you? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. I'm a human being and I, I'm i aware of the world around me. And like, I don't know if you just heard someone listening to brand new and you walked up to him and were like, did you know that guy's a sex pest? Like, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm listening to the radio. Like, I don't I don't know. Yeah, what I'm do sorry. you want from me? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm kidding. Brand new would never be on the radio. Hold on. Let me take that back. That's true. That's true. Hey, what is this? <laughs> I'm, listening this to a, I'm listening to a Spotify playlist. OK, I don't know what's yeah, on yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's they peaked <clears throat> at MTV, too. OK, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Good job, guys. Good job, guys. I uh, I don't know, man. It's it's so weird. And it's so like getting in someone's business about stuff is so strange. But at the same time, like. We've had conversation in games before in the games channel on our Discord where somebody will say something and somebody be like, yeah, but like, you know, those people are like serious shitbags, right? Like that game looks legit, but like, have you seen that they have said all this stuff? And like immediately you're like, oh shit, well, I don't want to support that company. Um, So yeah. I don't know, man. It's, it's fucking hard. Yeah. So um, I will, I think, what is there? No something consumption under capitalism? No, no ethical consumption it? under That's capitalism. That's what it is. Yeah. Because of that, uh, I will uh, close my eyes. <laughs> Sure. I will simply close my eyes. I simply close my eyes and play Final <laughs> Fantasy VII too. Yeah, um, I played a I played a cool video game this past weekend. Yeah, what is it called? Arc Vale. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, top down, um, kind of um, pixelated sprite based graphics. Little, little guy, little dude. You're a little dude. Um, mm-hmm. I sort of just checked out on the story altogether. There's very little text, and like you go into various towns and stuff, but they don't give you quests or anything. They're just like, "Hey, what's up?" I'm a bug, <laughs> like or whatever. Like it's not. Hey, that's it's, all the story I need. Yeah, hey, yeah there's not a here. not a lot to it at all. But like you have to go collect these pieces. But the the core mechanic of the game is like go into a little area, and it's almost like a twin stick shooter. So I'm using left left stick to move around. I'm using right stick to aim. And I'm using the trigger to like shoot things. Um, and you have melee weapons which actually like have a bit of range to them. Like you're swiping out with them quite a bit. Uh, and then you have like, so you have axes and spears and swords and arrows, bows and crossbows. And then you have like magic wands and all kinds of crazy shit. And you have like, you can equip mm-hmm, different armor mm-hmm. to give stats to different things. Um, to your little guy, little, little stats to your little guy. You're, you got just a little dude. And you, when you, and, am I correct that he's a little guy? He's a super little guy. And when you put a little okay. hat on him, he, you see the little hat. Which is very oh you love that we love we love to see the little hat. <laughs> when I got to the water section, uh, the way the game works is like you you find like this crafting supplies. You find like various ores in certain parts of the world, and then when you come back to town, like if you have new ores, you can unlock like that t- t- class of weapons and armor. And like there's so like mm. when I found like the water rocks or whatever, I came back and I was like, I can make a shark hat. Are you fucking kidding me right now? I can make a I can make a mermaid tail. And Chris, I've never been so overjoyed. I I made the shark hat. It was terrible for my stats, but it's a shark hat. I got to wear it. Yeah, I made the mermaid tail. Special special little mermaid tail. And I was like, there's it's, it's terrible for my stats, but I'm just gonna walk around in, in the water world with this. I don't care. And as soon as I equipped both of them, I got an achievement. Oh <laughs> and, hell yeah! Oh hell said, yeah! It was something like distance yourself from humanity or something. <laughs> what (laughs) it was one of the best achievements i've ever got no longer human no longer human after watching the atrocities of war unfold (laughs) 
no uh, longer human. No longer human. And then th- that game has like towards the middle. Uh, I realized like, oh, if you make a special weapon, then you can you you see it in your like your little crafting menu. You can make an even more special weapon based on that previous special weapon. Um, so I kind of made a beeline to finding all of those items, and uh, was extremely overpowered by the end of the game. And when I tell you that I walked through the last boss, the last boss was three boss phases and none of them lasted longer than 10 seconds. Like it was, I don't know how you would have won otherwise, to be honest with you. Cause mm. it just, it's kind of like, a, um, uh, one of those like hell shooters, what do I want? bullet hell shooters. Well, yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. the bosses just put tons of projectiles on the screen. And like, I just stood there <laughs> and they were dead. Yep. Like, that was yep. it. It was so much fun. So yeah. Sometimes just being overpowered in a game is all you, all you want, all you need. Dude, I love it. I love that sensation. I had a little bit of the old, like, well, that wasn't much of a challenge. But I also, at the same time, I, I like I put down the game, and I was like, well, no, it wasn't. It was a fun weekend is what that was. Yeah. That was a yeah, great exactly. time. You don't have to like have this game be part of your personality for a while. It just gets to be a fun weekend. It yeah. could just be a fun game that I will, like, until somebody, like, asks me about episode 262 and, like, what was that game that you were playing? I'll be like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, Arkvale. Yeah. I remember that yep. game. It rules. Mm-hmm. Is there a two? Did they make mm-hmm. another one of those? <laughs> Not everything has to be, you know, Dark Souls or, or or Shadow of the Colossus, a thing we never stop talking about. Sometimes or Metal it can Gear just Solid, be, for that matter. Right, exactly. I haven't played any more Metal Gear. Um, I needed to take a break. You know, MGS4's weird controls had me had me slow down, and then I hopped over to FF7. Um, I've been in the middle of a playthrough of that for a while now on the PS5 version, which is now free. If you got the PS Plus version of it originally, you can upgrade for free. Um, Boy, am I just a just a total dunderhead? Like I've kind of given up on. I used to go through and like re, at least redeem all mm-hmm. of the PS Plus games. I tried to, but and then I I thought I thought that I I just kind of fell off that, and now I'm like, well, I should have fucking grabbed that, but I didn't because they, they wanted you to pay for you, the PS5 like, thing. If you were subscribed that at month and time, you still are subscribed, you sh- they should just let you go back and get it at any time. Mm-hmm. Stupid, Agreed. stupid. I got, um, so last week we didn't record because I was really busy with work stuff. Uh, and I, you know, I get real miserable. So the one thing that was keeping me going was, <laughs> not the one thing, that sounds dramatic. I was really looking forward to the announcement of the new season of Bleach at the anime. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. I, you know, they've been talking about it for the last year or so. Obviously it got slowed down by COVID. Um, so, you know, the, the anime I think ended in 2011, 2013, something like that. The manga went on a little longer and it's been silence ever since. So we finally get a, a a new trailer for a new season coming up, and oh my god, I texted Jess and I said earlier today, "You're gonna text me as soon as I start recording," and she's like, "No, no, no, I won't, I won't." <laughs> she just did. She just did. That's so great. So yeah, I'm super excited about this Bleach trailer. They finally show it. It's not, you know, it's not like a ton of footage or whatever. It just shows all the characters and everything. It plays the main character's theme song, which I always hated in the original anime. I thought it was like really corny mm-hmm. hearing it this time i've been listening to it all fuck a week i've been hyped up you know jumping up and down listening to this this remix of this this song but anyway i'm super excited bleach is one of my favorite things uh and then i go on twitter and obviously i don't know anybody who's excited about it i see the only people i know who like anime are kind of just shitting on it and i'm like man <laughs> what the fuck nobody cares i said it to steve he doesn't care he used to love bleach but that was when he was 15 the age appropriate for liking bleach um so anyway i saw our buddy suck, uh it, our buddy it sucks wayne. getting into it yeah wayne, wayne yeah i did talk to it. wayne i did talk yeah. to wayne he was the only person i talked to about it but wayne he, knows. his was almost like a backhanded compliment because he was like i don't even care about the bleach anime but i think that yeah, looks pretty yeah. good and i was like well okay that seems good <laughs> um i don't know yeah, anything it's about tough. Bleach. It, should i get into bleach it's just 
No, you shouldn't. Okay. Um, it's just tough being, um, not tough, but it kind of sucks sometimes being super hyped about stuff and not having anybody to connect with on it. Um, not that it really matters. Um, I may just watch the trailer like four times, so you know that's that's got to be good enough. I watch YouTube videos of other people being excited. Just gotta live. Just gotta live it somewhere. Gotta you know? live vicariously gotta find it through other people. Mm-hmm. I uh, I made Autumn watch the latest Elden Ring trailer, which looks like it's just the opening cinematic of the game. Um, and I like as it's happening. Um, like I'm I'm like looking over to like make sure she's not looking at her phone, and I'm like, why am I doing this? Like she's <laughs> I do the she, same shit. <laughs> she doesn't care. Like she. Let's Babe, look. are you watching? Baby, yeah, are you watching? watching? She's like, you I don't part. care. You got to watch this part. Ichigo looks stupid. <laughs> you got to watch this special part. And I'm like, no, no she doesn't. No, she absolutely does absolutely not. Absolutely does not. I, I don't know what I'm doing with my life here. I, uh, yeah, I, um, I, I, dude, being, the problem with being excited about stuff and then having, like, I think it goes both ways. You, either you don't have enough friends to talk about it with, or you have mm-hmm. too many friends to talk about it. Like there's too many so people that are I, interested in the thing, yeah. which is what's happened to Dark Souls, right? Like I, I and you know, I get I get my little contrarian stick yeah. up my ass, mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh, everybody likes it. I don't, I can't, I don't like it anymore. It's just, it's not the same. It's not special. I'm such an asshole. <laughs> so maybe it's better that I don't know anybody who likes my favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I I just you know I I don't know man I'm trying like I don't really have any super niche interest anymore I don't think nobody will talk about the movie sneakers with me online that's a bummer nobody will yeah nobody will, I thought you were gonna say nobody will talk about the movie Spider Man <laughs> nobody wants to talk about the movie Spider Man nobody talks about the MCU uh man my TikTok people uh they just decided I guess they all because they all went to the premiere together um. Which, because they've gotten so TikTok famous now that they get to do stuff like that, which I'm definitely not jealous of at all. Um, <laughs> but also, they just, like, I guess as a group decided that Monday was the day. Like, oh, the movie came out Thursday, you know, technically Friday. But Monday is the day we're going to have, like, let's talk about all the spoilers in Spider-Man uh... No Way Home. And um, fortunately, they're good about, like, have like give you five seconds or whatever so you can very mm-hmm. quickly realize mm-hmm. what's what they're about to do and you can just swipe up um but man it is i don't know man there's covid times like give people a week mm-hmm. give people mm-hmm. give people the next week so they can they can go see it when hopefully nobody yeah, is it's, there it's not dune you can't just watch it on your phone yeah you can't just watch that shit like it's supposed to on an iphone 11 s <laughs> did you see did you see the trailer for the northman I did. I absolutely did. I thought that looked pretty cool. I still haven't seen The Green Knight, which is not the same thing, but it's another movie I was excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I should probably I should probably see that. Jess and I watched The Girl with a Dragon Tattoo again. Which one? Um, uh, the, what's his name? The Amer- American uh, version or the Swedish version? The American version. version. Okay. Yeah, the American version, which I've talked about a bunch of times. It has two of the most heinous scenes in like mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. that we do not watch. We skip it every skip single time. Skip it every time. time? Good for you. Which is bizarre because otherwise we see this movie as like weirdly very comforting. And it's one of those, one of those fucking things. We throw it on the background and we're just like hanging out. And I, th- it's something about the setting, the music, like the cinematography, it's all, it's all done so well. Um, you just like feel like you're there. And then we just skip these two awful, horrible scenes that we don't think about. Um, it's a very bizarre movie to have that kind of relationship with. <laughs> I um, I, 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 the, the the scenes in that movie are 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 very very intense. They can be mm-hmm. extreme. Mm-hmm. So I, I skip um, them. I don't even know about them. I just skip them. It's good for you, man. I I'm glad that you have the capability of fast forwarding past something in a movie because I I feel like I am robbing myself of the experience if I do it's that. Just, this is not an experience anyone needs. I remember it was like a big, it was a big controversy when that movie came out too, which was is, it? you know, not like controversy, but it was like, this movie's fucked up. They were like putting that in the marketing. 
Um, it was, it's weird that the the original author like like his death is very mysterious in a way that makes you think that mysterious. a lot of the shit that he was writing about was actually real in a in a, mm-hmm. in a real creepy way. There's there's some like big conspiracies that he you know he was killed because he obviously he's writing about these characters, but uh, that he was also involved in that stuff. It's, it's really <laughs> it's funny because there's like and so you know, all these like old men writers is always that like trace of misogyny and 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 yet this is supposed to be like a feminist book in some way um mm-hmm. it's you know i've literally talked about this at least like two years ago but uh we, we talk anyway. about the, we talk about the same stuff all the time Chris. That's, you we, know i don't go outside and i just yeah. rewatch and reread the same shit over and over so it's, just, it's all circles it's all circles should we talk about supernatural i guess so i mean we do that every week it seems like we so. do it yeah but it's a new one every time <laughs> true it's something new to talk about you're not wrong all right um Oh, we finished Midnight Mass. Oh, what'd you think? Um, one of my favorite shows ever, probably. Uh, I'll put a general spoiler warning right here. Um, this mm-hmm. is gonna be the very end of the podcast, so if you don't want to hear Midnight Mass, yeah, yeah, Mass, turn it off if you don't want to hear any spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're this is the end of the outtakes. I promise, we're not gonna say okay. anything funny. Um, Good night. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah, we love you. <laughs> um, it is remarkable that. I like that 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 show as much as I do because of the moment that you see anybody old in it, you can just tell that they're wearing old ass makeup. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And and like you instantly know like the hook. Like we like Autumn called it in the very, very first episode. And I don't I think that's like kind of on purpose. Like I don't think they're trying to necessarily I bet hide it is. It. I didn't figure it out until a little bit later. I did eventually figure it out before that was shown. But I was like, oh, okay, you know. Flanagan just wants to use these same actors, I I, I guess. <laughs> Uh, my friend, um, was it you? Maybe it was you. Somebody texted me and was like, uh, yeah, I spoiled myself on uh, Midnight Mass by looking at the IMDb page. <laughs> I was like, oh, that shit. That might have been me. I found out <laughs> I found out that it was, um, okay, here's the spoiler. Okay, everybody, if you're still here, leave. I found out it was a vampire thing when we started it, like right then when we started it. And I, I looked something up and I was like, what? Yeah. This is yeah. about vampires? What the fuck? And... I said this in the Discord. When I was 17, I read Dracula. I read uh, Salem's Lot back to back. And I was like, these, like, I was super into the, like, the really dark vampire stuff. And then I read Vampire Hunter D, which is like a Japanese thing. Um, and then I read Twilight. Um, and then, like, ever since I was, I've always been looking for um, a, a really, really good vampire story. And for me, Midnight Mass. Like hit the nail on the head. It was like exactly what I liked about Dracula and Salem's Lot. You get to know these people. It doesn't overdo it, but it still manages to be really, really scary. And mm-hmm. it's also really, really sad. Um, it is so very clearly a genre show, but I think it just handled it so well. Um, I we I was just blown away by it. I loved it. I loved everything they did with it. The uh, the I think that the main guy, um, Linklater, Hamish Linklater, who plays the, the mm-hmm. priest who gets, you know, he's the first one to get turned. Um, yeah. He's, he was one of my favorite characters in the show Legion. And um, so I've, I've kind of seen him throughout the years and been like, this dude, this dude's got it. Like, this dude has something. And then watching him take the stage and like do that fucking fire and brimstone, soulful ass preaching, like bang the pulpit kind of stuff was just mm-hmm. so amazing. Like, I was caught up. In, in in a way that I have not been caught up in a show in a long long time. Yeah. And I loved I loved the twist of him thinking that these that this being that he met in a cave in the desert was an angel and yeah. that he was it's so he was I mean they never screamed. say vampire. That's just No, no, they know. absolutely never say vampire. But like it's like I grew up Catholic at a at a church called St. Patrick's, which is the name of the church in the show. Um 
and people are fucking drinking blood. You know, it's fake. Yeah. But oh yeah, yeah, it's creepy. It's and I never ever put two and two together of like you know that's a that's a good story right there. You know, vampires drink blood. You drink blood at church. Like it's so it's so it's so simple. It's right there, and it just fell into place. The acting is so good. All the characters are so interesting and diverse. And then just on top of that, the horror fan of me is just like, yo, there's a fucking dude with bat wings. It's just, dude, when they start showing, <laughs> when they start doing the, um, like, I, I guess a crane shot, like the top down shots of the town, of the little island, I was so fucking hype, like just amazed. Mm-hmm. To just It should like, be stupid. It should it be should so be, stupid. It's such a very simple and like plain story. Like it's, but it just, it just fucking works. And of course, like, it's- Flanagan is no stranger to this stuff. He's really, really good at this genre shit. He's got great actors and uh, working with him. Um, and then some of the writing, like there was a couple of times where I was like, "All right, you guys are monologuing for a little bit too long." <laughs> like I, I know you've been on this couch before, uh, and you've, been, you've talked about all of it. Like I just need you to get to the end of this conversation. But at the same time, like that's the kind of shit on a rewatch that I bet I will just like melt into. It was only because mm-hmm. I wanted to get to the next like big thing that I was thinking that that stuff was too long and they just like they leave enough out in the open that you pretty much always know what's going on you yeah. always have a good idea of what's going to happen next but you're never quite sure there's enough held back that when it finally happens you go oh yep yep but they keeps that tension there for long enough that i was so so invested it's like when i was obsessed with the last season of game of thrones because for some reason you saw a spoiler and i remember you telling me that you saw a spoiler and for whatever reason, I got it mixed up. And I thought the spoiler was Tyrion's going to get killed. And from then on, that's like all I thought about when watching the next like four episodes of Game of Thrones was <laughs> I don't want Tyrion to die. And that like shaped my entire perception of that season was just like, keep my man alive. Keep him yeah. alive. Keep him alive. <laughs> it, like it took me months to finally figure out, oh, that's why I was so invested. So like on the edge of my seat every second of that season it's because I was worried about this one thing. Um, but Midnight Mass kind of does that. It's like it presents you with the idea and it's like, are we going to do it? Are we going <laughs> to do, do it? Are we gonna and do it usually thing? does it. Are we going <laughs> to do the thing? But it makes you sit for a while. Um, anyway. The other thing awesome. I, I, I want to mention is that um, for people, I don't know why you'd be listening to this, but like the the one Muslim character of the show, um, which is the sheriff, which is everybody's favorite like internet guy right now. Um, yeah, Raul Coley. Uh, he um there's a scene with him at like a like a a, a church cookout kind of thing like a, I don't remember what the exact mm-hmm. event is but it's one of those events where the church put you know there's food and events and stuff to bring your kids to it's like a little community thing and I didn't pick up on this uh because I'm not Muslim uh but Tamor on uh, on Twitter who is like a games guy that me and Chris follow mm-hmm. um he pointed out that like and he posted a screenshot of um the sheriff like walking down the aisle and like holding a plate uh and he there's nothing on the plate. And Tabor thought this was extremely powerful because he's been in this situation before because none of the food that was available at this event was halal. So he can't mm-hmm. eat it. Mm-hmm. And it was just one of those, like, it's one of those very, very small things that struck him, like, in a very, very huge way of just seeing representation on the screen. And it just struck me of, like, Jesus Christ, I feel like such a sheltered person sometimes. Like, I, don't, right. I, would, have, right. I would never even think about something like that because it doesn't, I don't interact with that in my day-to-day. So... That's why this stuff is so good. You know? Yeah, I've been absolutely. reading. I've been reading a lot more, and it's. I fi- finally cr- finally cracked it. I finally was like, you know, what? I can't finish any fantasy novels. That's why I haven't been reading. So let me read other stuff. And I've just been reading short stories, fucking randomly. I read a couple spy novels, and it suddenly it's like, oh yeah, I'm able to like see and think about things way differently if you just you know. If you read, if you watch something a little different, you get a different experience. Don't just read fantasy novels and watch anime, Chris. <laughs> Find Damn. something outside of your comfort zone. <laughs> I, I read, I don't know if I told you about this, but I read this book, um, and now we're 
way too deep in the in the credits for this, but whatever. Uh, I happens. read this book and it was about like a cult of people that um, chopped their appendages off, um, and like mm. the higher level that you go in the cult, the more appendages you would cut off. So if you're an eight, you have cut off eight of your appendages, right? Like that kind of bullshit. Wow. Um, and it was terrible. Name name all the appendages. Oh, dude, like, well, th- and there was some <laughs> argument too. <laughs> There's some argument too because like, you know, chopping off a five fingers is one thing, but if you, and technically a hand is one, but mm. shouldn't, that, shouldn't that one be more powerful than the five? Like there was some, yeah. there was some stuff like that going on. Um, Penis. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. D- d- there Huge were, points. There were guys like no, no ears, no nose. Like it was, it was fucking terrifying. But like just, just the, nuts. Just, just, just nuts. Just absolute, just nuts. Um. But the same dude, I was looking up because I was like, this guy would fucking. This was scary as hell. I want to. I want to read more of this dude. Um. He he wrote what it, when I looked it on Amazon, I thought it was a sci-fi novel, and I was like, well, this sounds fucking bonkers. And the very first thing that you read is a story about this chick who has a um, prosthetic leg i guess he's got a thing um he's got a prosthetic leg and the leg comes alive and starts talking to her but the oh, leg shit. just spends all day pretending to be a leg because she doesn't want anybody else to know that it's a sentient being um and the story continues from there and it gets batshit crazy but it took me for about 30 percent of the book before i realized this is a collection of short stories and none of these are gonna <laughs> i kept expecting every single story to tie up like to tie back into that leg story like i was like when is the leg girl gonna come back yeah. that was really freaky yeah. what, what happened at the end i want to see what more what more what's gonna happen and no no it's just a series of short stories so i felt that very, happened with me very i read Har- uh haruki murakami's uh after the quake which i thought was uh, story about people surviving this earthquake or whatever and i thought it was like loosely you know loosely nonfiction, but was going to be a story uh no it's just completely <laughs> completely just like six seven short stories not related to each other whatsoever um there's even one i think the somebody gets uh the nickname of super frog okay uh, in one of these stories and then the name of another one had like super frog saves tokyo as the title and i was like oh cool all right so that guy's gonna come back he didn't it was a different thing completely <laughs> <laughs> it was about a frog a literal huge frog this time anyway okay what's the name of the author of the um or the or the book that you were talking about with the limbs uh just text me later just text me later uh, dude um i put it in book hunks. Like if you okay. go to the if you go to I'll the book section, I think and I think that would have the author in it, Brian Everson, excuse me, Brian Evenson, um, and the the short story book is the glassy burning floor of hell. I don't remember the name of the 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 limb. Is cult. it immob- immobility? No, <laughs> I don't. That doesn't sound right. I'm I hate that I don't, I don't read books anymore. Like I read Kindle stuff, so I never remember yeah, what the yeah, name yeah. of anything is. The um, cabin. Last days. These are the options on. I want to say it was last days. It's last days. Okay, I'm gonna add that to my wish list to check it out later. Okay, anyway, super. Let me uh, let me read to you this thing (laughs) real quick because I had to put it in book hunks because I was so taken aback. Um, The captain of the vessel was named Hecla, a name that in the language of her ancestors meant cloak, although she had never worn a cloak. One of her legs was not a leg at all, but a separate creature that had learned to act like a leg. When she needed to walk around her vessel, this served as a leg for her. But once when she was alone in her quarters, she would unstrap it and it would unfurl to become a separate being, something she could converse with, a trusted advisor, a secret friend. Nobody knew it to be other than an artificial leg except for her. Damn. Like, that's a, that's a powerful opening page. That's right good. There. I, that's love a, a good, I love a good unfurl. <laughs> Dude, there's a lot of unfurling and there's a lot of, like, cutting off of thumbs. So wow. prepare yourself. Wow. Okay. All right. Last days, like, you will. I winced several times. Can you can you hear this? Hold on. Can you hear that? 
Hopefully not. I hear something, but I don't know. It's don't a really know. squeaky floorboard right directly beneath me. I think uh, it's because I've been standing here recording for the past six months <laughs> that I've now now I have a squeaky floorboard. <laughs> if it um if it if it doesn't if it only barely comes through, my noise filter will definitely catch it. So okay, okay, okay. It. All right, let's let's definitely talk about this. Like, let's do probably it. really long episode. 